Is it shameful to be a slap maker? Uh, Everybody makes their own choices, Jesse. You know, you can't... Every, she wanted it. You know, if you, if, you, if you invested into a Ponzi scheme, you still invested into the Ponzi scheme. Like, it was your responsibility not to. Did you vote for the, the Great White Hope? Joe Biden? No, man. Trump? <laughs> Welcome to The Fallen State. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. The Fallen State is on Patreon. So click the uh, Patreon link to help support our work. Very interesting show today. Two identical twins. One came out before the other one, or the other one may have came out before the one. <laughs> Chris and Michael Dubois, and they are twin brothers, identical twins. Thank you guys for coming. Thank you for having us. Amazing. You do seem older. You know, a little older, but you act a little older than him. So did you come out first? You're Michael, right? Uh, yes, I did come out two minutes earlier. Yeah, and so maybe that's why you seem a little more mature. Maybe, but I don't think that is the case. Life is all... We have very similar destinies because we're twins and we have the same parents, the same upbringing, same a lot of things. Yeah. But... Even though we have the same things, you still get to make your own choices in life. Oh, you do? So two minutes apart does not change anything more than I wanted to wake up early and do a good job, or I didn't want to wake up and <laughs> I didn't show up. <laughs> that means way more than the two minutes that we were born different. at what age did you realize you had a, an identical twin brother? Oh, baby. Were, were you twins? a little baby? Like, do you remember what age? Uh, I don't remember my early childhood all that well, like one to three, but after that, it was really obvious I had a twin and that he looked just like me. Oh, yeah? And when you first realized that, what was that like for you? It was really cool. It was really cool. And, you know, I kind of, because he was the older one, I kind of wanted to be like him. Oh. Yeah, a lot. So, and he kind of was the leader, and I kind of followed him. Really? A lot, into a lot of things. And then after some time, I developed my own confidence and learned how to do things on my own, and I started doing my own thing. <laughs> Why would you think he is, was the oldest if both of you are identical? What would make you think he is the oldest at that time? Also, at that time, other people in the family picked him over me. Like, oh, you're the older one. You do this. Oh. You're like... they. Other people kind of decide these things for you as a twin. Really? Yeah. Amazing. And, and, and were you around the same age when you realized you had a twin brother? Like, I, like he said, my recollection of my younger years, like three, five years old, is not the best. So I wouldn't put, like, too much validity on any of those memories. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know what happened. You don't know what happened? No, I know, well, I know from what people have told me, but I, I don't like distinct, I have like a very visual memory of things, and I don't have like the 3D image in my head of things happening, no. Oh, okay. You guys showed up at church one day, I have a church server, how did you find it? Our best friend invited us. He oh. looks just like us, he's yeah. about 6'8", we're, we're also very tall, Right. and yeah. he could be mistaken for our brother or our cousin. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. How tall are you guys? 
We're 6'6". Six, six. Whoa! Why didn't you become a basketball player? Well, there's a lot of competition, Jesse. That's not you. It's not just you. You don't just you don't just become the Hulk when you take steroids. You actually have to like try and be good. <laughs> and so, for you, what was it like growing up with an identical twin brother? Oh, uh, you know, there's it's everything has its benefits and its uh, consequences in life. So the benefits of having a twin brother is you always have a friend. Yeah. You know, there's someone your age that's going through the same thing that you're going through, and you guys get get to experience everything together. So you you always have a buddy. You're never alone. But the consequence of that is you're always kind of like attached to each other, yeah. and you don't do things on your own. And you, you're kind of just like, oh, we're gonna do it together. So it took a long time for us to like diverge, as he said, yeah. and kind of do our own separate things. So. And so, but at one point, you guys wanted to do the same thing at the same time together. Oh, well, we always played the same sports together. We always, you know, I mean, we spend tw like 12 hours a day for 20 years together. We were business together. Yeah. You like, were in business together? Yeah, we worked together every day. You know, really? So. Is that boring at times? No, no it's fun. The no. work is fun. Work it's, is fun. The work is fun. Yeah. But was it fun always having the same person around? When you're doing jobs like construction, you kind of want consistent people. Oh. Yeah. So if you you know just working with just anybody, they don't necessarily know how this is done. So you gotta do construction work. Yeah, yeah. like landscaping and irrigation. Oh, you like that? Yeah, you know we're third generation. Our grandfather started the business in uh, 1950, or just after World War II, and then my uncles and my father did it, and we're you know third generation. Really, you like doing it, huh? Yeah, yeah, I love it. You know, it's <laughs> I we tried off I tried office jobs, I tried a lot of other things and it's doing things with my hands and physically seeing the work that I, I do is very rewarding. Amazing. And so so landscaping me, what does that mean exactly? So you uh you know, we right now we in in Beverly Hills they have a, a a law that they have to catch all the rainwater because they water a lot and they use we're in a drought in California you can't use you know, everybody's water, we have to use it for everything else. <laughs> right. So they have to collect the rainwater and we have to build systems that like tanks that, that pump it out to the irrigation. So we, you know, build those systems. Oh, that's amazing. How old are you guys? Uh, 28 years old. Yeah, almost 29. Almost 29. Almost what? 29? Almost 29 in August. Oh, yeah. really? But today you're 28? Yes. So you're millennials. Uh, yeah. I guess. Yeah, you, pretty you much. tell me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> so, you guys smoke pot? Yes. Yes. You been smoking some today? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I guess we're there. <laughs> so, do you guys like pass the joint, or do you have your own separate joint? All dabs. All, it's concentrate. concentrate. What does that mean? Concentrate. So, when you have, it's just like anything else when you've been doing it for enough time. You know, let's just say you start with alcohol and you start with a beer. Eventually, one beer is never going to do it enough for you. You have to get either more beers or you have to drink hard liquor. So, same thing with weed. <laughs> you start smoking weed. Eventually, that old, you know, crummy pot that you got didn't work. And then now you have to get the high-grade stuff. And then when the high-grade stuff doesn't work anymore, then you have to go get concentrated. <laughs> what the? And so, what does it feel like being high right now? It feels normal. Yep. It feels normal. Uh, do you know, yeah, like to a drunk person, being drunk is normal. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny to see you guys high. Um, 
we surprised when we invite you on the show? Uh, uh, not really. Oh, good. No. Uh, so, like, let me ask, when you were a little kid, could you feel each other pain? Oh, we've had some weird incidents like that. There yeah. was a, well... Yeah. I don't know if we're going to say this on the air, yeah, but yeah. There, was a, there was a couple there's, moments there's where been moments we with... just showed up for each other. Like, yeah. I just knew. I just knew. It it's like he, everybody oh, yeah. was trying to contact my brother, and they didn't know where he was. And then I just had this, like, feeling. I can't, it's not like, it was not, not like a sixth sense or something. There was just, like, certainty. I need to go to the Carl's Jr. that's right by the house. So I go over to the Carl's Jr., I order some food, and I sit down. And I just wait there. And about, like, 10, 15 minutes go by, and he walks through the door. <laughs> it was just no, nobody had called him, nothing. It was the most insane thing. Did you feel him wanting you to come, or you knew where he was, or what do you? Uh, I kind of wanted to talk to him, and I was right down the street. And how do you know he was at car doing? How did you know that? I, I think it was I, just fate. I know, I know that, that was just fate. It was just like Destiny. God's like telling you, hey, just go there. You need to be there. And oh, then yeah. you just, this is where you want to be. It was a surreal experience. I, I don't know how to describe it in a better way for other people, but it was really a very... So yeah. are you like on the same brain, brain, I mean, brain wavelength? Maybe. I Maybe. don't know how that works. You'd have to talk to a scientist. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever feel sad at the same time? And not really like that. You know, but a lot of things that happen that are like sad in our lives happen to both of us because... We're twins, so like if if, I, if my mother dies, guess whose mother also died? His yeah. mother also died. So it's like <laughs> most of the things that are going to be sad for me are going to also be just as equally sad for him. Amazing. Were you raised by both parents, your father and mother? They broke up when we were little. Yeah, oh, that was yeah. the best thing. Don't, oh, I'm yeah, not 100% that that, yeah. that was destiny. Should have happened that way. Yeah, Why? I'm grateful that happened. Why? You no, know, they weren't meant for each other. How do you know that? Uh, I know them. And, uh, yeah, and, <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know anything want, else. Yeah. I know them. <laughs> Trust me, you know, I, I don't want to get into any, anybody's life or right. my, my parents or yeah. anything, but it, it worked out better for both of them. My mom got remarried and found a wonderful man, Jeff, that was our stepfather, and he helped raise us like he was our own. We were our own children, oh, and I he see. really like yeah. changed our lives, yeah. too. Were so. you guys close to your father, though, even though you were Of course, my of course. You know, he was oh, kind of, we, every other weekend we spent with him so he was kind of like the weekend warrior dad our mom was very strict in all the structure and everything bedtime 10 o'clock we go to our dad's house we're up at 5 a.m drinking soda jumping off the ceiling no no rules <laughs> no rules no rules so it's great to have that you know escape from the structure yeah um so are you guys christians yeah i would say you're so. christian we were raised christian oh you're raised christian uh what does it mean to be a christian Chris. Chris the oh, Christian. Oh, no, I don't know. I'm going to dodge this question. We're just going to pass on the Christian thing. Why? Yeah, I, just, you know, I have, okay, so I've been to Jewish church, right, or synagogue, and, and Mormonism, you, uh, Buddhist. I've been to a bunch spent, of different things. He's actually spent a lot spent about of, time, a bunch of time. I've actually joined some of these other religions. Mm -hmm. And at least in part, I didn't actually take the final ritual, but I did the rest of the ritual. Right. So, you know, it, it, I love everybody. And what, I'm not going to disparage on for? one group or another. What, what were you looking for that caused you to go to different churches? An experience. Different religion. You look for an experience. experience. And, you know, like, I, I love people. Right. So and yeah. you, you, there's more to learn in the person than yeah. the book. That's right. That makes sense. And you did the same thing? Yeah, I've been to many Buddhist temples. You know, my be one of our best friends, 
that uh, used to live here, he's from Sri Lanka, and his family is very religious and Buddhist. And his mother came and stayed with him for a year, and she couldn't drive. So I took her to all the Buddhist temples around in this area. And then when he got married, I actually had the privilege of going to Sri Lanka and seeing, like, Sigiriya and all these Buddhist temples with them. It was a very beautiful experience. Oh, nice. How long were you there? Uh, two weeks. Really? Did you go, too? No. What was it like know. being away from him for two weeks? Oh, it's, uh, I spent years yeah. away from him. That's, oh, you have? Yeah, not that. What's that like? You know what? It's just like when you've dated somebody for a while, right? And you really like fell in love with this girl, right? And then you're not dating her anymore. Yeah. And then you come find her like two years later, and it's like nothing ever, you know, nothing changed. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like freaking, you hold my hand. Let's go. <laughs> so, um, with the, between you guys, who is the strongest? Who is the weakest? I'll He's the strong one. Yeah, yeah. He's the strong one. Yeah. In what way? Well, it depends on what you're talking about. Like, if you're talking about physical strength, I've never won a fight against him, so... No, I meant, like, just... emotional strength. Oh, well, it depends on what you're talking about there, too. You oh. know? Like, if he got really sick, that right. might bother him. But so I've been... Uh, he, it might bother him mentally. He, right. That might actually shake him oh, mentally okay. because he's never really been sick. But I've had diabetes for 20 years, so if I got really sick... This is another day at the hospital. Really? It is. I've been here 20 times. So why does so. he have it and you don't have it? Do you have it? Are you talking about like emotional and mental strength? Diabetes. Uh, diabetes. Oh, diabetes. They studied us. <laughs> huh? They studied us. They had him take blood tests oh. and me take blood tests a long time ago. They never gave us results. We don't know. You know, if it, it's very interesting because, you know, there's supposedly he, the type 1 diabetes is supposed to be genetic, but... We have like pretty much identical genes. Genes, so it would make sense that if you know two things are identical, the both of them would get it. But that right. is not necessarily the case. So, do you get? Have you been sick too? Ever been sick? No, not not like that. I've never really, you know. He's never been hospitalized. Never been hospitalized. What is it like for you when he's in the hospital? You know, I visited him a couple of times. There was one time where they were giving him intravenous sugar, and not giving him insulin. And like, for a diabetic, you don't even need to be a doctor to understand that that's not going to work. <laughs> and so was it a mistake or something? Uh, you know, it was because he, he had gotten like his throat, you know, he had like a surgery or something on his throat. He couldn't like defend himself or talk. So it was right. like, it was, that was a tough situation. He got through it, but that was tough. Yeah. And so like when you guys are about to get high, do you want to be high at the same time? Do y'all have both have the same urge at the same time? I don't know. I don't know if it's like that. So yeah, sometimes after work, it's like, yeah, okay, like let's exhausting. go get high together, have a good time. Yeah. But it's just like when you're drinking with your buddies, you know? Yeah. You know, just, it's the same kind of thing. Are y'all doing it every day? You know, uh, I've taken yeah. months off, but <laughs> yeah, typically. It's a, it's when I a, smoke, it's every day. Uh, yeah. And so when you're not high, what is that like for you? You know... It's not really that much different. Yeah, it's normal. To be honest with you. It feels normal? That feels normal. When too. you're high, when you're not high? Yeah, you know, it's, it's not really the same. Very similar. Similar. You know, I'm just a slightly more relaxed than am I. Yeah. It takes the nerves yeah. off. I slightly anything, care you know. a little bit less. When you're high. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh. I'm not so, you know, when, uh, in my normal life, when I'm like in working and I'm like, uh, you know, not like 100% into the job, yeah. I care so much and everything. Yeah. When you 
you yeah. know, get high, you just get to relax and just chill out, not care as much. Yeah. So when you decided to do the show this morning, were you like, I'm going to just a show high? It wasn't necessarily like a spiteful thing at you right. or no, anything like that, you know, it's just like, yeah, I thought I was just trying to enjoy yeah, myself and have a good time with you. have a good time, you know, take the nerves off, relax, <laughs> and, you know, if I'm calm and relaxed, then it's going to make it much easier for you. If I was sitting here all tensed up, like oh, all nervous and like, would you be that way if you were not high? You would be freaking out, right? <laughs> <laughs> he asked you, would you be that way if you were not high? Probably no. not. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Yeah. But you, I got self-control now, Jesse. Okay. And so let me ask, um, have you ever dated? Who? You. Yeah, I've dated before. Hey, how about you? Yeah, I hope by 28. At some point you would try. <laughs> and so what was it like dating? Do you date twin girls? or? Oh, my goodness. So in third grade... There were two twins in our school, and I dated one of them. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And you dated the other? No. No. But oh. this is back when, you know, this is like eight years old. Right. Where, like, yeah. none of oh, these kids, eight, nine years old, where none of these kids have any kind of competency in talking to a girl. Right. So I thought I was so cool. <laughs> that was so cool. I was like, yeah. <laughs> none of these other dudes were even interested. Really? At the time. Do you remember that? Yeah. When you were dating a twin girl? Uh, and did you think it was funny when it was happening? Or? Uh, I don't know. I really could care less at the uh, moment. I was, I, doing, I was doing other things. So you guys finished high school, right? Yeah. And did you go to college? Yeah, yeah. we played volleyball in, uh, at Pierce College and Moorpark College. Oh, so you graduated from there? We never graduated with the two-year whatever degree, no. no. Oh, good. No, we, were, we just went you to working. You better off. We went to working. Yeah, right. I, I was never going to pay a million dollars to go get a degree in something that I wasn't going to necessarily use. I don't blame you. So, have you ever dated the same girl? Oh, wow. Are yeah. we getting into that here? <laughs> it's happened, Jesse. You know, I don't oh, know if we want to get into... Do we want to get into details on that? No, no name, but just details. No, I don't... So, uh, he can say whatever he wants. Right. I've been the best wingman for this dude his whole life. He yeah, doesn't right. realize it. Yeah, right. <laughs> if it's only in comparison, you know, they looked at you and then they looked at me. You were the best wingman for sure. Anyway, yeah, it was it, it was a good time. And what do you mean by wingman? Well, so. Yeah, there's many ways to be the wingman, but when you're somebody's friend and like here, like getting you two to talk to each other, right? So she called me, right? Right, and then all of a sudden you two are talking to each other, right? The wingman, oh. <laughs> like he wasn't even didn't even have to be involved. They could have been like, hey, I want to do this interview on my own. Fuck that guy, <laughs> right? And then he wouldn't even be here. So has <laughs> has a girl ever misstated you for him? It's really hard to do that. It has, it, happened. It has happened. It has happened. It's happened. And what happened? Oh, well, my mom gets us wrong, so yeah. that's one oh, girl. Oh, she does? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what happened in this? In, in that, in that situation, yeah. she was she started dating him and then realized that it wasn't, like, okay, I had made the first move. She didn't realize that we were twins. Started dating him, realized we were twins, <laughs> ended up dating me. <laughs> <laughs> what the? <laughs> what was it like for you when she switched from you to him, to Michael? I didn't really care. 
You did not care? I was not that She was interested. upset for like a tiny second, but, uh, but it, it kind of got to go. We know, yeah. we, we've shared a lot of things in life, and I got over it really quick. Yeah. How many times have you guys shared girls? That, that was one of the times right there. She was the one who proposed it, and then she's like, okay, I kind of want to just date you now. Yeah, there was a different girlfriend that I had that was like, she was always thinking about it, right? We're, we've been dating for some time now. It's going on for months and months and months. She's always thinking about him, right? And I could tell that he was thinking about it too. So I was like, all right, then go do it. <laughs> just go. Just like, what? <laughs> so if you're just sitting there thinking about it and you don't want to talk about it, right? Right. Then you're just making it weird for me, right? And so were you like into her, like? Did you think at the time you're in love with her and stuff? At the time, yes, I would say yes. But it's, it's, I don't really care like that, you know. But it sounded like it didn't bother you that she went to him. I told her to do it. Uh, so you weren't emotionally hurt by it or anything? No, but I did make fun of her for it afterwards, and uh, that was funny. Uh, <laughs> 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 it was a good time. Oh, man. <laughs> What was funny about it? Because she got nervous about it. Like she was, the, people have this shame that they feel uh, when they have sex with people. And if you're not necessarily supposed to have sex with this guy, and then someone shames you for it, you get this shame feeling, yeah. and they don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And I think that the whole world should just kind of get over that. But you didn't get, you felt no shame about it? Uh, I felt shame about a lot of other things. But not that. <laughs> not that one. No, when you have control over the situation, like, I got control over where I move this chair. There's no shame in that. And if I want to move the chair down there, whatever, oh, I knock I the chair down. Yeah. Right? But if I don't have any control over it and he and her are doing this behind my back, that's something completely different, right? And right. that's something that a lot of people would feel ashamed of. But you didn't? No. Amazing. Did you feel ashamed of it? Mm, no, I mean, in, in my perspective, I got asked way too many times, and then I gave somebody what they asked for. <laughs> yeah, right? Don't they ask you four times for like, something? That's just what's, you know, like, you've asked for it four times. Like, can I have the iPad? Can I have the iPad? Can I have the iPad? Eventually, you give me the iPad. It's like, okay, <laughs> you gave me the iPad. <laughs> That's how you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, you, you asked me ten times, like, okay, well, here, you got it. You got, you got what you so, wanted. <laughs> So when she was dating, she was dating you first, and then she went to your brother. No, she didn't date him. They no. just—that was a one-time thing, as far as I know. I don't. Yeah, no, I one don't one even know the rest of the story, but I don't need to know. One time. Yeah. <laughs> and and then she went back to you. And then we dated for like another five months or something. Really? Like that. So she like, I want to, I want to have sex with your brother. I want to have sex with your brother. I she did, have they sex don't say it like four that. Four times. No. Yeah, no, they, they women, like, women, like, like, it like very, that. very few times will they be that no, blunt. She'll, she'll ask you like 15 questions about Yeah, and it's like very like, around like, the bout. How, how kind is your of, brother doing today? Yeah, like around oh, the bout kind he? of manipulative. And then she's like, what does he like? Oh, you know. It's like, you know what you're getting we're naked here cuddling together, right? And you want to ask me what he likes, right? You're thinking about that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, that's, like, that's like asking permission. She's asking you permission. And so your father said, hey, go on and sleep with right. him and then come back? Well, I, mm, I, I guess that's kind of how that went down. I said, yeah, pretty much. Like, go have fun. See if you like it. Really? And did it bother <laughs> you that she had been with your brother? No. Not at all? No. And it didn't bother you? 
Again, no, I already said my perspective of the whole thing. Really? Yeah. And so, and so how many times had this happened? That was a one-time thing for yeah. that, that person. But, yeah. you know, they, this is life, you know, where a lot of things happen really weird, and it doesn't necessarily happen the same way, yeah. but similar things keep happening. <laughs> What's important to you in life? Me. Yeah. You are I'm important, important to me. Yeah. And what do you mean by that? Well, like taking care of myself, advocating for myself, advocating for my family, like doing things that are necessary for me, being motivated for me. Oh, I see. What's important to you? Well, I would say the exact opposite of that. <laughs> opposite of that in like every way. Yeah. I'm, more, I'm more selfish than him. Oh, yeah. you are? Uh, I, my not, mom says I have a, to admit it. She says I have what? a bleeding. I'm not afraid to admit that I'm more selfish than him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Your mother said what? I have a bleeding, golden, like a golden bleeding heart for everybody. So. Oh my goodness. So, like, we had this conversation the other day because he's so brutally honest about things, right? He will not exaggerate or anything like that, right? I just want to see him lie to somebody. Well, just, I just used straight to. up lie Hold to Jesse right now no. and just make Hold me on. feel better. In, in reality, that is a choice, Chris, Chris, Chris. That is a choice. When I was younger and a child and didn't know better, I made the choice to exaggerate or lie or do things like that. But then as you become an adult and you like decide who you want to be with your life, you can decide, I want everything I say to be the truth and what it is. Amazing. But, but just humor me on this one, Jesse. It's okay for him to lie one time for me, right? No. Well, I don't know. We're not a pin I, 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 I still do lie. I still do lie. Don't worry. I lie for other reasons, though. Not like to, mostly to stop people from pain. So what's important to you? Oh, I would say others. Others meaning Others. What? You know, I kind of, I don't know. I... I would say put other people in, if you do right for everybody else, then the universe will 100% work itself out. 100%. If you do right by others? Yeah, you, like if you take the seven deadly sins, right? Well, what are those? Like greed, wrath, you know, right. sloth, and you just do the opposite of that. Instead of sloth, you're hardworking. Instead of greedy, you're charitable. And you just take those qualities in life instead of the other ones. You're going to have a very easy life. You're going to help everyone else around you, and they're all going to love you. Amazing. Yeah. Um, do you plan to get married one day and have family? I don't know if that's in the cards for me. Why? I, you know, number one, the laws of this country definitely would have to change because it's unrealistic. Meaning, in what in what way? It's there's. There's too many, it's like the homeless problem, yeah. where there's too many benefits that keep them homeless. I, I, yeah. I've been homeless. Oh, you recently. have? Both of us have. Yeah. Really? I, I slept outside, but we both went homeless. Why? I chose to be there. You just said, let me be homeless? Oh, yeah. I, put, I gave my money away, took all of my stuff, left it right here, walked out with $10 and a half-smoking cigarette and a lighter, and walked that way. <laughs> What? <laughs> Were you high as hell? Uh, no, I was completely, that, that was like as sober as can be. <laughs> as sober as can be. 
So what made you decide to do that? Uh, you know, I, I don't know if we have enough time to do this. This will have to be for, this story is a good story. This will have to be another story. Time. We have time, go ahead. It, no, this is like an hour. It, really? Yeah, this is a it's, lot. It's, is, it's a journey. It's a yeah. journey. If you would like to have me back, I will, we will do something just on that story. On why you decided to be homeless? The whole homeless experience. How yeah, long did it last? This is like a whole book. It <laughs> it's, you know, didn't last that long, but many things happened. Oh. In and a I, short period. You know, time is precious, but truth is more important than time. Amazing. So you don't necessarily need 100 million hours to get to the truth. Right. And, w and you went with him? No. This totally we, were, we were homeless at the same time, different places. places. Yeah. And how did you end up homeless, and why? That's a long story, too. This is a completely different episode. That was a whole year of my life. So we're not getting through that in five <laughs> minutes. Yeah, and so you went out on the streets. Did you just do what he did? Did oh, I did something completely different. We, t we chose different paths. He chose to work his way out, like go in there with no money and then work your way out of homelessness. Right. I chose to do it the wrong way. What were you Where I was antisocial and didn't accept help from people, sat there and looked at people weird and, you know, then went and begged. And then I did a bunch of other things that were like all the wrong answers in homelessness. Right. And it, none of them worked out. <laughs> Just so you know, none of them worked out. That was all bad. That was all horrible. And so you got tired of being homeless and went back home? Oh, then I just called it. You know, I, I knew after some so time I, they, we'll, they, were, they, they missed me. You know, you, we'll do this in, a, we'll do this yeah. in another, trust me. Yeah, trust, trust me, me, this is a good story. This is a good story. We'll do it on another time. Okay, yeah. so let me just ask this about it. Yeah. When he was homeless, did you miss him and know you knew he was homeless? He knew I was okay. 100%. Everybody was calling me and I said, don't worry about it. He's going he's gonna to return when, he, when things are different. Don't worry about it. He wants to come back. And everybody's calling me like, where's your brother? Da, 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 da. Don't worry about it. 100% is going to happen the way I tell you it's going to happen. Is that because you were talking to him or you just no. knew? 100% just knew. And did you feel the same way when he was homeless? He didn't probably know I was homeless. I, I did, but it's okay. The, oh, you yeah. didn't know? So... I was homeless and I had a cell phone and my mom called me talking about him being homeless. About him being homeless? Just walking out. Just gone. He just walked out. Michael just walked out. I can't believe what just happened. And it's just like, oh man, mom. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Um, what is a man? Oh, that's a great question. I'll let him answer first. What's a man? Like you and me, X Y. Besides, hey, besides body That's part, me. yeah. Besides, besides uh, that, what is a man? If you're looking at qualities, like what quality makes one man greater than another, or one man better at something than another, every man is good at something. Every man is good at something, and if you're, well, you know, he's good at, you know, if someone's good at sloth, they're good at sitting there. If they're good at something, they're good at something, right? It doesn't matter. So you know. Part of being a man is respecting others and respecting the work of others. So a man is what? Like you and me. We're men. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What is a man, Michael? Uh, I don't know. My opinion on this has changed a lot over the years. In the traditional sense, it would be a provider. Like, you know, out of necessity we needed to eat and we needed to be protected. So somebody had to step up to the plate and that couldn't be the women because they had to bear the children. So the man was the one who was gonna sacrifice his life for the greater good. 
and so, of everyone else. And so today, what is a man? That has changed quite a bit, I would say. And so what would you say it is? I, I, um, I will think about that question. That's a good question. That's a very, very good question, and I, I think I would need to analyze that much more to give you a proper answer. What is love? Love, I think that has also changed a lot. But I would say unconditional love is it doesn't matter what you do. I will still try to help you regardless. I'll do the best thing for you, and even if the best thing for you is walking away from you and letting you figure it out for yourself. Amazing. What is love, uh, Chris? Love. Love is so many things. Love can be fucked up, too, right? <laughs> Anybody ever given you that fucked up love? <laughs> love can, people can be some really fucked up people, right? Love. I love you, baby. That's why I treat you like this. That's why I manipulate you. I love you. <laughs> Have you ever been misused by a woman? Oh, man. Are we getting into that right now? <laughs> Who hasn't? Everybody's done this to each other. Men, women. It doesn't matter if you're trans or you're gay. We all do that to each other. And so has it happened to you? Uh, yeah. And what was it like for you going through that? Well, you know what? I kind of view myself as like not an innocent person. Like, well, we're not innocent. You, you, we're all combatants out here. Right. So if I've done things wrong, she's done things wrong, we get over it. Are you dating now? Uh, it's, no. If somebody wants to. But it's like, eh. You don't want to? No. They're oh. just, I guess they're just friends. Yeah, we're just friends. Oh, I see. There's <laughs> no. No. And, and how about you? I, so I've been seeing the same woman for many years now. Since 20, June, June 23rd, 2017. Really? Mm. Are you living with her? You know, we rented an apartment together at one point, but I never stayed more than 14 days at, one po at any time. Why? Because we never got along more than 14 days in a row. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's got witnesses to that. So I was there. I was able to save I love her to death, though. She's going oh, through man. a rough time. Her, she, you know, she has a very rough family life. And uh, her, her, her main companion over the last like, many years has been a Pomeranian that she took everywhere with her. This is like a very wonderful dog. I've spent many years with this dog. Our dog that we have is because she was staying at my dad's house and got the Pomeranian. And then my little sister wanted a dog so badly and would not stop until my dad got a dog. So the dog <laughs> that I have that I love is because this other dog was here. Uh, and this dog just passed away. So she's very, you know, so it was the like, dog she, died. Yeah, she's just yeah. very old, like 16 years old. Yeah. And it was like her soulmate. So, you know, every, every moment of her life was about this dog. Really? Is she older than you? Yes. Oh, and how much older? So, uh, significantly. Not like, that much older. Like 10, 10 years. She's 10 years older than you? 10 years older than you. What the? She has a like, very youthful part of her, though. Mm -hmm. She's, you know, what like she's some people, you know, some people are very mature when they get older, and some yeah. people are, still have that vibrant, youthful part of them. And, you know... You can pick that up on somebody. Have you dated an older woman too? Yeah. Is it like date your mama? You know what? If you let it get to that, then you let it get to that, and uh -oh. that's your fault. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Uh, oh, man, I want to plead the fifth on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to admit it. Oh, man. Well, you know, this, this was never like dating my mom, trust me. Have you ever dated an older woman that was like you? 
dating a mama? You, no, I was, I, none of them ever like took care of me like that or babied me like that. Uh, no. If you, you, you start acting childish and you're dating a younger woman, she'll start acting like mom anyway. Yeah. yeah. She'll be mommy. So you've dated both younger and older. Yeah. Have you guys dated all race of women or just? Several. Um, like what? Chris has dated a lot more. Yeah. I'm more selective. I've, the only three girls I ever cared about were all six foot tall white girls. Oh yeah. And that, that's yeah. like the only ones that ever, like I ever was like my girlfriend. And right. the reason why I don't you really do interracial dating anymore is that other people give you a big problem with it. Yeah. And I really don't like that. Like someone is gonna have a problem with it. Well, if you dated interracially. If you, well, and and that's you... how it, well, at least in, 2010, around that time, that was very common, yeah. racist things. And yeah. then, yeah. as you know, now it's probably different. I haven't done this in a long time, so. Have you dated black girls? I tried. I she didn't. Uh, no, this is more than one, more than one, and uh, more than one black girl that I pursued right. in my life, but it never really worked out. Why not? I don't know. You'd have to ask her. Oh, yeah. Like, there's more than one black female that you could talk to about this, yeah. But you don't know why it didn't work out? I don't know if it has something to do with, you know, how other people feel about interracial dating or yeah. this or that. We made out. There's a couple things that happened. I'm not, you know. Right. I would love to try that again. <laughs> I'd love to try that again. Maybe people feel differently now and it's not like a big issue. You, you know? would love to try dating a black woman again. I would enjoy that, but people, you know, do you we have, have an opinion. a black woman in office? <laughs> no, no, I'm playing. I was going to get you one. Um, oh, wow. See, oh, he's, 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 like, this he's is the wingman right here. He's, he's going to share the love. <laughs> yeah, see, this is what I'm talking about. This is how life should be. Have we all you, love each other. <laughs> um, have you dated a Mexican? Yes. Have I, I mean, you haven't. You, no, you, I, I, I just, not, not long term. Um, I, I'm not saying that I haven't slept with other girls, but I... I've only like dated for like two, three years. He likes five ten, six oh. foot tall white girls. Five ten, yeah. and then yeah. he's like not really taking her seriously unless she's five ten. Unless yeah, <laughs> she's what? Unless she's, she's, unless she's tall, I don't really date them. <laughs> just never giving her the time of day. I just, I never got that. Oh. I never. It just was like that's so strange to me. But I guess this is conceded. where we're different. Oh, I see. Yeah. I, this woman you're with now does she push you around? You know, it's, this is, I've known her for a very long time, and this is like, you, like the moment where she's making very big changes in her life, and all of this hard work that I've helped her to try to like change her personality and become the woman I know she can be, it's all, it's like her birthday's the 25th of May. Uh, this, is, this is like her moment oh, of, yeah. to change and become the woman I know she can be, so I'm very happy for her. Oh, she will change on the 25th? I, I'm, I'm guaranteeing this is her, the traumatic moment of her dog dying and the way that she's handling it now, I think she's making the strides that she needs to and make. And what kind of woman you think she could be? You know, she, like imagine a, like a dog that has been abused, right? Like a, or a family member of ours has a dog that has been abused that lives underneath the futon. And if you ever get, try to get the dog out of, from underneath <laughs> the futon and it starts to bite you and barks at you, it builds a fortress. That's like... <laughs> And cardboard boxes and toys and bones and stuff and walls itself in underneath the futon. She's like that? Yeah, that's how the dog, like, it doesn't trust anybody. 
I mean, this woman is like that. Well, too? that happens to human beings, inside but you can't their inside their mind. Oh. It happens to them to get that dog to want to stand out with all the rest of the dogs and hang out like normal is not going to happen in one second. You have to try and try and try and get them to want to, to, to trust people again and experience this on their, and to be able to stand out on their own. And so she said on the 25th, I'm going to do what you want me to do? No, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not saying that it doesn't work like that. This is not like a deadline thing. You're, you're saying like the dog is going to all of a sudden be standing over there with the rest of the dogs on the 25th. No, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> dog is going to do that on no, its own. You know? No, you have to continue to try. But I'm saying too, she's made strides, and I think on her birthday, the 25th, because you know, normally your birthday, there's like the, the lull between your birthday and, and it's like things are happening out of your control. And then when your birthday comes, Everybody that's your family and everybody that loves you comes and talks to you. So it's like a changing moment, oh. you know, so and then you go forward from there. So like the, the dog dying and all the bad tragedy, people who love her will call her on her birthday and then she's going to move forward stronger. And do you hope to marry this woman and have kids with her? Negative. She doesn't want to have kids. I'm, I'm there. I told her before we ever had sex on the first day, June 23rd, 2017, that there was absolutely no way that any of that would ever happen. <laughs> Before we got started on the project. Yeah, if you learn anything yeah. from us, anybody yeah, just watching, be honest. just be honest and tell them straight up right at the beginning what like is this, this is how this is gonna be. Well it's like okay, we're, don't we're, break from that. You're doing a business deal, right? And I'm gonna add ten thousand dollars of extra charges halfway through this business deal. Do you want to do business with me? No. No, you want me to tell you I have ten thousand dollars of charges added on to this <laughs> that you need to deal with now. And then I was like, okay, we can deal with that because you're upfront. You know, maybe I don't want to do this business deal, or I do want to do this business deal, but it's all right there. Well, you no can make a realistic decision. No wonder she can't be happy. You don't want to marry her and have children. Yeah, I don't think this is that kind of person. Oh, and not, yeah. You know, for somebody to want to have kids, you have to realize God made the person on the other side that doesn't want to have kids. For there to be a tall person, God had to make the short person. So forever you think, okay, I can't control myself, there's a person with ultimate self-control way over there. And you don't want to be married with kids either? Uh, no. No. I'm polyamorous. What does that mean? Polyamorous. You love multiple people. Really? Yeah, but not necessarily having sex with everybody that you love. Like, you know, I love you. <laughs> and if you asked me for help with something, I'd, I would help you with it, right? And you build these relationships with people over time. And, yeah, it's, it's a big, complicated subject. But a lot of people are polyamorous and don't know it. Are you polyamorous? He doesn't even know what it is. He doesn't yeah, you know, <laughs> I work too hard to, to understand, like, every single thing that he, he brings up and says. And I don't necessarily want to put the time into all that. I have other projects I'm working on. So we'll leave him to the polyamorous and so many other of these subjects. You <laughs> <laughs> can, can figure that out for me. <laughs> so how are you different from him? And I'll ask you in a minute, Chris. How are you different from Chris, Michael? Uh, you know, I would say it's, it's like a lot of other things in life. I say we're like 1% difference. There's 1% difference between the two of us. And it's just simple choices. And how about you? I say we're very different. In what way? Very, very different. How you get to... So, like, if you're going to get to... Eight, right? The number eight. You can write it as eight plus eight minus eight equals eight, or you can write it as four plus four equals eight, which is two different things entirely. So it's four plus four, and then eight plus eight minus eight equals eight. 
totally different answer. How you get there matters, right? Why did you decide to be a polyamorous? Uh, I just found this over time. It's uh, you kind of it, it, it's logical. It makes sense that you don't spend the rest of your life with a single person. And monogamy kind of there's a lot of really bad ideas in monogamy that like causes problems in society. Oh, I see. Um, so is it fair to say you guys are slap makers? No. Eh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. Sound like Christmas. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you be the determinant of that. No. I like long-term things, so. So you're not a slap maker? No, I don't want a one-night stand, so. And you're not a slap maker? Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. No, I would not say that I'm a slut maker. So let me ask them. I'm sorry, but I'm running out of time here. Are you guys Democrats or liberals, Republicans? What are you? I'm a when Democrat. When it comes to politics, what? I'm a Democrat. You're a Democrat. Yeah. How about you? Uh, I I believe in f like freedom. You know, no little government. Austrian economics. So will you be uh, a conservative or a libertarian? You know, the problem with a lot of these groups is that they have certain good ideas, but mixed in with so many bad ideas, and it's like you put like two drops of oil in your drink, and now the drink is completely toasted. Right. You can't put three drops of oil, diesel fluid into your drink. <laughs> and so, whatever. And so, would I, if, if you told me, would you be like considered a libertarian or a conservative? He's very libertarian. I'm going to just outside looking in. He's very, very libertarian. Yeah, yeah. figure it out extreme, for yourself personally. It's extreme beyond what the normal libertarians oh, think. Oh, okay. So that's why he's saying it like that. Is he, are you a socialist? <laughs> no. Well, some socialist ideas are good. Yeah. Well, like, let's just, for example, because we got some time right here. You got two parents and a baby, right? Baby can't do it on its own. The socialist idea is that the two parents kind of support the baby, and it works in small, right? That, right. Wor that worked out for everybody else's kids, right? So it could work in a large scale, but it's got to be very sensible. And then any time that you're taking from one person to give to another, that's inherently wrong, so ends do have to justify the means. Right? And how about you? Are you a socialist? Negative. Are you, um, what are your impression of Black Lives Matter? Oh, you know, a lot of a lot of these. I would be very careful getting behind any of these necessarily organizations. You know, I would mostly just worry about you know the simple choices in life that I can make. You know, whether or not I'm personally, you know, I I don't believe in any of these causes. How about you? He doesn't even see race, by the way. That's oh. what I love about him. Oh, he doesn't. Doesn't see race. He doesn't just, know I'm black. No, he he. But he doesn't think of you any differently. Right. Oh, I because got that. Because you're black. Good, right? man. And I love that. And yeah. it's like, you know. Are you like that too? Yeah. Oh, good. Well, you know. So yeah. how do you see Black Lives Matter? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't really pay attention to certain movements that much. And it's like, I'm, good, certain man. things I care about a lot. Yeah. And other things I care about less. And if, I don't know, I don't know the stated goal. And if I knew the stated goal, and I think you know, that's kind of a big problem with a lot of these things. Is Did you vote for the, the Great White Hope? Joe Biden? No, man. Trump? <laughs> Did I, I vote for Trump? Yeah, Trump. I, I, I don't vote. 
You don't vote? No, 100%. You've never voted? I have voted before, but, you know, realistically, it, it, let's just say you're posed with two bad choices, Jesse, right? It, there's also a third choice that, that you're not seeing. And that's not to vote? Yeah, like, I, I could shoot myself in the foot, or I could run outside naked, or I could just sit here. So you let's, like, not pick either one of those. Well, <laughs> if everyone picked neither one of those, wow, now we have a concept. No, we're not going to just agree to something that's bad for us. So you didn't vote either? Not this last time, no. Are you disappointed now you didn't vote for the Great White Hope? I got, uh, you know what, the, the, we're kind of at a moment right now where things could go anyway. Like a big time moment where the, Joe Biden, Joe, we count on you, Joe. <laughs> we count on you, Joe, we count on you. Well, he doesn't even know he's the president. That's even better, right? It's just... You, you, like, that it, guy doesn't matter. Come it on. Doesn't, it doesn't matter, right? It's just like making the right moves now as Democrats matters big time. We just lost a whole bunch of seats in the, in, in the Supreme Court, right? We're in a hole, a huge hole. So it matters that the Democrats do it right right now for Whoa. the future. So let me ask, um, <laughs> amazing. Um, really, I can't believe you guys didn't vote for the Great White Hope. I, I was actually rooting for Trump, so I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, really? I liked Trump as a person, to be honest yeah. with you. I like he, him reminds, I really he, he reminds me of a lot of my family members. I, I actually, you know. So the, why do you vote for him then? Well, uh, the whole, like, you know how he can't control what he says and he just, he just, just levels it out on everybody. Isn't a lot, that of, cool? a lot of my family members are like that, and I really respect that about him. Yeah, so, so why don't you vote for him then? I kind of saw both sides of this election as yeah. a win. Mm -hmm. Either one that we picked was a win. Like other ones, it didn't really seem Joe like Biden's either not one. A win. You don't think that's a win, Joe? Not at all. Joe Biden's been the strong one for like twenty years. Are you surprised I called years. it uh, the president Great White Hope, mm -hmm. Donald Trump? I think I it's actually in his benefit that he wasn't president. And like you guys are going to find out soon why it was in his best his best interest to not uh, be so president. So let me do this. this. Do you have anger, Michael? I'll let him answer, I guess. He's not that angry. And what do you say? I'm saying he's not that angry. Yeah, I am I, angry. <laughs> yeah, I would say he has a lot more. You know, once you've been the world's beating you up enough trying to help people, there's nothing to be angry about. Yeah. And I, you have anger? Not really. You don't have anger? No. Not, not at, at all. all? Not at all. How about you? No. So I got to put you on the hot seats. I, I got to heat this up, folks. Put my guests on the hot seat. Got it. I need you to answer these questions as quickly as possible. Oh, I'm, I, I'm a fast thinker and a slow talker. So this is... <laughs> yeah, yeah. The hot seat. Do you support the fat acceptance movement? No. The problem is shame. That's my answer. <laughs> the problem is shame. If you shame somebody, you get a very different. Yeah, you result. should accept everybody, but you shouldn't yeah. make unrealistic, you know, yeah. claims to everybody else. Is it okay to be white? Yes. You just replace white with any other word, and it should make sense. Do you, <laughs> do you trust China? The Chinese people. The guy who's you know they have the net outside the factory. That he, you know, he's about to jump out because he's making iPhones. That guy's not our enemy. You know, he's just like me and you. So do you so, trust China? 
Do I trust like the average Chinese person is probably a good person? China. The government? No. Do you trust China? <laughs> oh man, that's a hard choice right there. I, I love the Chinese people and I think we should make a very good deal with them right now. Is, They're our uh, competitors. Is CNN fake news? They're all fake news. <laughs> They're all fake news. It's a little bit of truth with a lot of lies. I asked this before, <laughs> what is love? Love. Love is whatever you make it. You say? Uh, unconditional love is loving somebody no matter what. I don't know what other love is that you're talking about. Are you in favor of same-sex marriage? You know, that has been a long round for a long time, and I think people are going to do what they're going to do. I don't think we should restrict people's personal freedom if two consenting people are going to Are you something. in favor of same-sex marriage? Uh, yes, sure. How about you? Are you in favor of same-sex marriage? Yes, and polygamy, but yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, I just got you there. Oh, you were stunned anyway. Uh, is it shameful to be a slut? Not if you, uh, you know, embrace, like, that's who you are. I don't think that should be shameful. Is if it shameful to be a telling slut? telling the truth about it, no. No, if not if you're telling you're... the truth and you can own whatever you're, you're, doing, you're doing, you it, do it with no shame. Is it shameful to be a slut maker? Uh, everybody makes their own choices, Jesse. You know, you can't... Uh, she wanted it. You know, if you, if, you, if you invested into a Ponzi scheme, you still invested into the Ponzi scheme. Like, it was your responsibility not to. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you say about being a slap maker? Is it shameful to be a slap maker? No. But, uh, uh, that's like a broad term. How are you doing this? How are you doing this? Right? How are you doing this? Like, if you're doing it ethically, uh, and you're, like, showing this person a good time, you actually please this woman, right? Like, you're not, it's not all about you, then you got no shame in that. If you're just out there all for me, then, then that's what you're doing. If heaven exists, will you go there when you die? Would I go to heaven? Sure, yeah. When, if heaven exists, will you go there when you die? I don't think heaven exists. I think if, you, if heaven exists, you're standing in it now. And I'll explain it like this. You know, when people, like I saw in homelessness, in homelessness, they would make bad choices over and over again, and their life would literally be hell on earth. <laughs> like, God doesn't need to punish this person anymore. I'm watching them just go through it. Is the Illuminati real? Is the Illuminati real? There are secret organizations out there, yes. Is Illuminati real? Uh, I definitely think conspiracy is 100% reality. Like, I mean, you, people conspire every day, so. Sure. Uh, do you support abortion? <laughs> yes. People yeah. are going to do what they're going to do. Oh, amazing. Well, thank you guys for taking the hot seat. Yeah, of course. That was amazing. And thank you for coming on. I, I, it was fun. I'm about to bring you back to hear why you guys went homeless. Of course. Of course. We will definitely come back. Got a lot of story. Thank you all so much for uh, tuning in. I absolutely appreciate it. Don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, share, ring the bell, and check out our merch, amazing merch on the Father's State. And thank you for your support. I do appreciate it. Amazing. Next time on the Fallen State.
What is it like to convert someone from Christianity to atheism? I just feel a lot better. You go out on the streets, and I don't want to use the word harass, but that's what you do. The preachers are out there trying to interact with people, so I'm just someone who is just doing what they want. Do you believe human beings are in a fallen state? We may be in a fallen state because as we progress, we may hold on to things too rigidly. What's your impression about the shows that you're watching, Mark? I think you have a certain agenda, but the goals that you want to make need to be realistic. And you also go out and you talk to women martyr. I go out there and ask them why they're there because I know that they can't really answer the question. So do you love white people? I would love anyone regardless of their color. And why is it so hard to just say yes? You believe there is a future? Uh, yeah, if we don't blow each other up with nukes. And where is it? Space. Thanks for watching The Fallen State. We need your continued support. Donate to my nonprofit here. Subscribe and like the videos here. And tell everybody and their mama about the show. I can't see why people walked out of that. We could, <laughs> we could debate polyamory too at some point if you want to do. That'd be fun. We could debate polyamory at some point too. I would That'd love that.